In this bulletin, White House officials play down Russian nuclear threats. Sydney ciders brace for more heavy rain and flash flooding. And in sport, the UK's George Russell sets the fastest time on the opening day of practice for the Japanese Grand Prix. With the latest SBS News, I'm Assam Al-Ghad. Sydney is bracing for a danger day today with warnings of renewed river flooding in the city's west. The Weather Bureau has issued a severe weather warning for the New South Wales regions of Illawarra, Hunter and the Central Tablelands as weather conditions across the state are expected to deteriorate with heavy rain, storms and dangerous flash flooding likely. New South Wales Emergency Services Minister Steph Cook says the State Emergency Service are well prepared for the upcoming conditions. We have uh, pre-positioned resources right across uh, New South Wales, particularly in those western parts. Uh, The Deputy Premier has highlighted some of those uh, key communities where we are expecting uh, additional rainfall and uh, therefore risk. Thousands of Optus customers are seeking compensation over the telco's mass data breach in a collective claim filed to the privacy monitoring body. National law firm Maurice Blackburn has lodged a representative complaint to the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner following the leak that saw nearly 10 million customers' details exposed online. A representative complaint is similar to a class action claim in court and allows the commissioner to order compensation en masse to affected people if breaches of privacy law are identified. Maurice Blackburn's claim alleges that the telco failed to protect its customers' personal data and calls for the destruction of information that is no longer needed. The United States has no new intelligence on Russia's nuclear threats, the White House says, after President Joe Biden referenced the possibility of nuclear Armageddon. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says the U.S. does not have any indications that Russia is preparing to imminently use nuclear weapons and sees no reason to change its current nuclear posture. He was reinforcing what we have been saying, uh, which is how seriously we, have take, we take these threats about nuclear weapons. We have not seen any reason to adjust our own nuclear posture, nor do we have indications they are preparing to use them. But Putin can de-escalate this at any time, and there is no reason to escalate. On Thursday, Mr. Biden said Russian President Vladimir Putin's threat to use nuclear weapons in Ukraine has brought the world closer to Armageddon than at any time since the Cold War Cuban Missile Crisis. U.S. officials for months have warned of the prospect that Russia could use weapons of mass destruction in Ukraine as it has faced strategic setbacks on the battlefield, though Mr. Biden's remarks marked the starkest warnings yet by the U.S. government about the nuclear stakes. Thailand's prime minister has visited the daycare center that was the scene of the country's deadliest mass shooting in history. Prayuth Chanocha has paid his respects to the more than 20 children and 16 others who were killed by a former police officer in a gun and knife attack earlier this week. The PM has offered flowers and prayed outside the center in the northeast Nongbua Lamphu province, one of Thailand's poorest regions. Anutin Charnverakul, Thai Deputy Prime Minister, says all survivors are now stable. All survivors have been given treatment and they are already safe. The deceased, which is approximately 38 uh, bodies, have undergone autopsy. So the bodies 
will be delivered to their respective homes. And for the time being, we will make sure that those who survive and are still in the care of our hospitals will be given the best treatment and medication. Imprisoned Belarusian activist Ales Bielatsky, Russian organization Memorial, and Ukrainian group Center for Civil Liberties have won the 2022 Nobel Peace Prize. It's one of the most politically contentious awards in decades, seen by many as a condemnation of Russian President Vladimir Putin and Belarus President Alexander Lukashenko for their aggression against Ukraine. Belarusian security police last year raided offices and homes of lawyers and human rights activists, detaining Mr. Bielatsky and others in a new crackdown on opponents of Mr. Lukashenko. Belarusian opposition leader Zvyatlana Sikanuskaya says she is honored and delighted that Mr. Bialatsky won the prize. In 1995, you know, he established the Human Rights Defending Center Visna in Belarus. He many times uh, was in prisons for his views, for his um, uh, intention, you know, to protect people and human rights in our country. And of course, he deserves to be the winner of peaceful prize. And in sport, the United Kingdom's George Russell has set the fastest time on the opening day of practice for the Japanese Grand Prix. Driving in saturated conditions, Russell lapped the 5.8-kilometer circuit in 1 minute and 41.9 seconds. The practice sessions allow the drivers to learn the circuit and the teams to test their cars. Lewis Hamilton was second fastest in the sister Mercedes, 0.235 seconds behind his British teammate, with Max Verstappen coming in third fastest for Red Bull. Russell says the wet weather made the circuit treacherous. It's probably not going to be that representative for this weekend, but definitely good learning. For the future, there's a chance on Sunday it could be wet, but it looks pretty, pretty dry tomorrow. But nevertheless, it's always nice to end the day top of the timesheets. And um, yeah, definitely made some improvements from FP1 as we were at the bottom of the timesheet. So yeah, not a bad afternoon. With the latest SBS News, I'm Assam Al-Ghalib.